This is Radio Orbit, exploring the secrets of everything on KOPN 89.5 FM, Columbia. Good evening, or good morning to you, or good day to you, wherever you might be. This is Mike. You're listening to Radio Orbit on KOPN, 89.5 FM, Columbia, mid-Missouri source for in-depth news, diverse talk, and music of the world. It's more than radio. It's community radio, your listener-sponsored community radio, your imagination station. KOPN. And you're listening to it right here 
All right, Monday night, every 11 p.m. until 2 a.m. on KOPN, and I'm with you. This is Mike. Happy Fourth of July to all of you. Uh, a quick thank you to my friends out there in Thornbrook, John Boucher, and uh, family and friends for the party tonight for the Fourth of July celebration. And had a nice time, and uh, my wife and son had a nice time. We all had a good time. So, anyway, thanks a lot. Uh, thanks to Debbie and Free Range Radio Theater coming to you every Monday right before my show from 10 until 11. As always, great stuff from Debbie. And uh, tonight we're going to do, uh, well, uh, we're going to do open lines tonight, but let me say thanks to Jason and to uh, Kelvin uh, for coming in. Uh, before Deb's show and getting things going. Monday nights on uh, KOPN 89.5 FM. Getting cooler and cooler. <laughs> so everything's all right on the Mighty Fine 89. As the professor puts it so well every Friday night, if you listen to the Grateful Dead show. And there's lots of great shows here on uh, KOPN. And the professor's show, one of my favorites on uh, uh, Friday night from 8 o'clock until 10 o'clock. Doing the dead hour or hours. And then B.A. coming after that doing the Blue Plate special. So, anyway, lots of stuff going on. And um, here we go tonight on Radio Orbit. All right. Um... Thank you for the emails. Thanks for the correspondence. Thanks to everybody listening to the program over the web. After the fact, those of you who listen to the show after I do it, and uh, and then comment upon it. I appreciate that. So, all right, uh, let's get to it here. What are we going to do tonight? We're going to do open lines tonight. And the number is area code 573-443-8255. That's 573-443-8255. That's the number to get through to the station here. And uh, if you want to talk to me on the air, that's the way to do it. Okay. That's area code 573-443-8255. If you do that, I'll pick up the phone and we'll talk. Tonight, that's what it's all about. You and me and whatever is on your mind or my mind. All right. Um, in the meantime... If you have to get a hold of me, and we'll do a lot of this tonight, the email address is orbitradio, O-R-B-I-T-R-A-D-I-O, or O-R-B-I-T-R-A-D-I-O, orbitradio at AOL.com, orbitradio at AOL.com. And uh, the website is always available at www dot radioorbit dot com that's radioorbit dot com r a d i o r b i t 
Radioorbit.com, radioorbit.com. All right. Okay, lots going on tonight. There is some amazing stuff going on. When we do space weather, we will talk about uh, Comet Temple-Tuttle, which uh, the boys from NASA just decided to launch a giant copper penny into. And we have uh, stories of the unexplained, unbelievable, amazing, interesting, and all kinds of other things coming up tonight. If you want to talk to me off the air, you can call me at 573-874-5676, I'll be back in just a few minutes, and uh, we'll play some music, probably have quite a bit of music uh, going on tonight. Uh, but we'll start things off with uh, some Pearl Jam, and this is Crazy Mary on New Year's, 4th of July evening. This is Mike, you're listening to KOPN Radio Orbit. Columbia. We'll be back in just a minute. She lived on a curve in the road in an old tar paper shack on the south side of the town on the wrong side of the tracks. Sometimes on the way into town we say, Mama, can we stop and give her a ride? Sometimes we did but her hands flew from her side While I'd crazy Mary
monks and followed them around over the curves, through the fields, into the house of Mary. That what you fear the most could meet you halfway. That what you fear the most could meet you.
right, this is Mike, and uh, you're listening to Radio Orbit on KOPN 89.5 FM. Um, I'm going to play some uh, sort of uh, just play some music for a while. I've got a few things I need to work out here that I'm having a little bit of difficulty with. So uh, let's just uh, play music, and trust me, I'll get things going in a few minutes. All right, back in a few minutes. This is Mike. You're listening to Radio Orbit on KOPN.
and Radio Orbit, and this is Mike, and uh, if you haven't noticed, I'm in a bit of a total spin tonight. I, like, have no idea what I'm doing, and I, I like, had this great idea for a show tonight when I started out, and uh, the 4th of July thing sort of crept in, and I went to a party, and I took my wife and my son there, and we had this big fun time, and then I had to, like, sort of rush out uh, to get ready for uh, the... Uh, the show tonight, and quite frankly, it it just didn't work. None of it worked, <laughs> and and I'm in the midst of like a a disaster. So, all right. So you have to bear with me, and um, uh, I have all kinds of things that I wanted to talk about. But the main thing was this one, uh, something that's coming up at midnight, and and uh, I'm going to make that happen actually. But probably going to have to play more music in the meantime. But the guys from Yache. Uh, Yachai Music, uh, Jeff and William, are going to be on uh, the air with me here in a few minutes, and we're going to be talking about an interesting story that they sort of grabbed hold of and uh, a piece of music that they wrote um, in response or in reaction to that story. So that's coming up in a few minutes. Um, and in the meantime, uh, I should say thanks to Debbie, and Free Range Radio Theater, always doing a great uh, great job before my program here. 
and thanks to everybody who's writing emails. I appreciate it. I appreciate your comments and your concerns and your uh, questions and ideas. And uh, so thanks to all of you, and thanks for everybody listening over the web. Uh, if you may be listening to the program after the fact, uh, thanks, and also thanks for uh, uh, responding either way. Okay, so that's going on. Uh, the email address is www. I should I should uh, uh, take that back. The actual uh, website address is www.radioorbit. R a d i o r b i t. dot com. Radioorbit.com, and my email address is Orbit Radio or O R B I T R A D I O Orbit Radio at AOL. dot com. All right. And the number tonight is uh, area code five seven three four four three eight two five five. If you want to get on the air, where it's five seven three eight seven four five six seven six to reach me in the studio, eight hundred eight nine five five six seven six. If you're outside of the five seven three area code, all right. All right. Uh, as I said, got to get things worked out here. The phones and the technology, and my own personal self. So, as I get that worked out, you'll know. Back in a few. Meantime, here's some music. That's what you do If 
right, hey, uh, this is Mike, and uh, we'll keep the C3 playing in the background just in case I need some help, because I probably do. And I can always fade out the mic and bring back Jeff Wheeler and the gang uh, to cover my ineptitude. But uh, at any rate, this is Mike, and it's Radio Orbit on KOPN. And uh, normally, I would have had much more to say early on uh, between... 11 o'clock and 11.55, which it is right now, but, well, I'm going to tell you the truth. Um, I went to a 4th of July party tonight at I, at 5.30, and I took my wife and my son there, and, um, well, there was wine and uh, beer and uh, sugar and all manner of Well, libations. yeah, libations and uh, consciousness-altering substances. Now, the ones that were available there were ones that are available typically to most of us, as opposed to ones that aren't available. But at any rate, um, I uh, imbibed a little bit too deeply at any rate, and um, I'm having a little bit of a difficult time getting the show together tonight, and it's only taking me an hour or so to do so, but I think I've got it together now, and uh, we'll have to see, but um, uh, for those who are listening for the first time, well, <laughs> here's to you, and uh, hopefully you come back, probably like, oh, that was the worst show I've ever heard in my whole life, anyway, this is Mike, and you're listening to Radio Orbit on KOPN 89.5 FM. Uh, I was going to do space weather in the last hour, uh, but I didn't get an opportunity to. Actually, I had plenty of opportunity, but I just didn't have my act together. So uh, space weather is coming up. We'll do that after the top of the hour. Um, we're going to play uh, some more music, believe it or not, at the top of the hour. My friends uh, Jeff and William from Yachai, Yachai Music, uh, will be with me uh, in just a few minutes, and they have sort of an interesting story uh, and uh, and uh, and a song uh, to play for you guys that's coming up. And if you listen to the Stephen Buhner uh, interview a few months ago, you'll be familiar with the guys from Yachai. But also, I've played that music sometimes, um, uh, a couple of times uh, uh, throughout the show here over the last couple of months or whatever. So anyway, uh, that's coming up. We're going to do open lines um, for the rest of the show. And you guys can call in at 443-8255. That's area code 573-4438255. And uh, as soon as we finish up with Jeff and William, um, I'll take your calls and you can tell me what you think about uh, whatever. Tell me what a bummer of a job I'm doing tonight or tell me that I'm fantastic because you're much more trash than I am. You're fantastic. Hey, there's a guy. You know, you know, and I have to say that no matter how, no matter how much you've drank, no matter how many grams of psilocybin you've eaten, no matter, no matter how many micrograms of uh, LSD you've, swallowed 
there's always somebody who's further gone than you. All right? And it's important. For me, it's just lack of sleep. Yeah. Now, in Pat's case, it's just a matter of sleep. But in your case or my case, it could be, well, it could be anything. So as you laugh, as you giggle, as you think about what a moron I am <laughs> doing doing this show in the middle of the night on a Monday, on the 4th of July, happy 4th of July, by the way. Um, Celebrate the independence of your nation by blowing up a small part of it. That's right. Blow things up. We want explosions. We want, uh, uh, we want to see fire. Fire! 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 Yeah. Uh, and we want to see things just, you know, uh, defy gravity. <laughs> right? I want to see things just flying. All right? Because, yeah, up or down, in, in, I mean, whatever. So, <laughs> and here too, actually, I think, I think I'm going to take. I'm going to start throwing CD players and take the board. I've got probably in the car, in my car actually, I have things that I shouldn't have. I always have things that I shouldn't have in my car. Um, but I have explosive devices tonight in my car. Big things, you know, I mean, stuff like, uh, oh, yeah, I mean, we've got, we got things that will blow the, I have a nuclear weapon actually, and, uh, Ah, <laughs> uh, not really. But let's see how good the Homeland Security guys are, actually. 895 Yep, we're at 915 East Broadway in Columbia, Missouri. Come on down here and strap me up, take me away, uh, and uh, take Pat, too, actually. <laughs> KOPN Columbia. Uh, KOPN Columbia. Anyway, actually, we don't have anything dangerous down here other than our voices. Uh, but the voice is actually concern, uh, is is pretty scary actually to to a lot of people these days. Anyway, somebody's calling though. I actually might as well talk to them. And uh, hi, who's this? Hi, this is Deborah. Hi, Deborah. There's a lot of things that didn't happen this weekend. Deborah, I am having the most difficult time tonight, and it's amazing that I'm not just sitting here like going, you know, crying. So, anyway. Well, um. Tell Pat he's a moron and there's going to be a note in his mailbox because that's one of the things that didn't happen. And uh, connections on telephones haven't been working for me all weekend. Man, I'm having, a, myself. I'm having the hardest totally time been gone. on the phones tonight. Huh, are you? Yeah, I just had the guys and I lost them and, and uh, now i got to call them back actually as soon as I get off the phone with you here. but That's what I've had trouble with all week. Since Friday, Thursday, Friday, um, phone conversations don't connect. What do you think is going on? I don't know, but... I did call you. <laughs> I called and called and called. All right, well, we're not going to have well, that... Uh, anyhow, I also <laughs> wanted to tell you sometime about a person with extreme electromagnetic energy that I met on Friday. Really? So I guess I'll have to talk to you another time. No, let's talk about it now because... And slammed by a semi what? what I don't know if all of his soul is there but he has the most intense effect on my gut after we talked with you it just wombs out there whoa, whoa. I'm not sure all of his soul is inside of him but he is really really different hmm. he's been in prison too so I'll talk to you sometime about that well it, 
Um, let's talk about it now. Deborah? I thought you were having your guests come. No, I I am uh, I am, but they but I lost them. They're they're gone. <laughs> I'll call them back. Okay. They, um, they, 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 hopefully hopefully they're as familiar familiar with as with with my uh, amateurishness that they'll understand that I'll call them back. But uh, in the meantime, might as well talk to you or on the phone. So. Well, I was called to come into town on Friday by two different people. Neither of them worked out. It hmm. was a dry run, except for this chance encounter at the laundromat with a man named Roger who's on a bicycle. And I find out he's come from Vail, Colorado. But what he got to talking to me about was um, our blood. And I have B. And he started telling me all these fantastic things about uh, our ancestry and what he's been studying and some of my questions and responses led to the revelation that he has been a drug runner huh. heroin and he talked really about on a bunch of bad whoa. stuff whoa interesting and but what th- happened was he did not listen to anyone when they told him not to make a run on I-70 in the daytime mm-hmm. and he said that the cops got him he was handcuffed he stepped down in front of a Big Mac truck. He made it high. Um, he made it. Uh, what do you call it? Jackknife. I didn't get to ask him. Was the guy killed? But it hit him. Knocked his handcuffs off. Broke his shoulder, his arm. He showed me. Had me feel the bone where it's broken. Because it didn't heal after surgery, and he must have been in prison or something. They he didn't get the care he needed. It also messed up his leg. Um, now he's out, and he seems to have been trying to change his life. He's very intelligent, but he has intense eyes. And what I wanted to ask you about electromagnetics, um, some of those old healers right. and the Russian, that, that his name starts with an R. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like Mesmers? Hmm. I'm not sure. I can't access his name right now, but he's got a you know really bad reputation as Russian. So I'm thinking of these dark, dark eyes. And what this guy is telling me about my B-blood history, that we are high-altitude people, and all of that fits with what I know, just in my own personal heritage and history. But um, the, the mountain people that came down and conquered Europe, things like that. He's connecting all this stuff with some really interesting percentages of, of humanity. But I see in his eyes they're very brown, very dark, very intense. Um, something half wild. He will not he doesn't have a computer. Hmm. And is he, he, he's, like he, he's a young he's a man? He's a young, a he young man? He's out of, of the collective like I have been and he doesn't trust things like that. Yes. He, is, um, he looks very young, but he said he's in his 40s, hmm. 40, 43. And I asked him to, I told him, I wrote it down for him because his short-term memory is messed up. So I wrote things down like Radio Orbit and, you know, what, and I told him about the website and to listen. His name's Roger, so he wanted me to meet him again next Friday. So um, 
I will show up there. I, I didn't give my phone number or anything mm. else. But mm. it's, I'm very intrigued. And what most strikes me is that I have never felt someone who, a complete stranger, just totally affects my body with these huge ripples and spirals of something, just uh, mm. some kind of energy. Very interesting. Yes, it is. And I would like to, you know, discuss it sometime with someone who knows what's going on. All right. Well... Look, so I, um, I'm also intrigued to talk with him again. All right. Well, if he he, he may be out there listening, so uh, get in touch with me at uh, at the station here, or at the email address, or at the website radioorbit.com or orbitradio at aol.com. And uh, that's an incredible story that you know people would be interested in. It's just not your normal. <laughs> It's not a pretty story. Well, I mean, the has I mean, a hell of a lot more to tell. Most of most of the interesting stories are very ugly. Well, you know, some <laughs> interestingly years, enough, I mean, it's funny because biblical characters have yeah. had horrible, you know, killer lifestyles and then flipped around into something else. Yeah. So yeah. you know, this kind of is what what intrigues me about him. Well, I tell you what, um, I'm going to get the guys from Yachai on the phone here. Uh, and hopefully your friend is listening and, and he'll contact me or you and get and, and uh we can talk more about this stuff because definitely that's those are the sorts of people that, that, that we need to, to uh uh to get more in touch with and, and, and to share experiences and ideas with because they're the ones that I mean, those are those as you know, Deborah, those are my listeners. Those are the people that I want to connect with. So as to unconscious energy and the reason I'm connecting things as to what he's showing me right now is um, I met with some NDEs, near death mm -hmm. experienced people in Fulton many years back, mm -hmm. and there was a particular woman, she's black, she was very antisocial, very frightened, and she said she had her angel with her all the time, and I detected around her and hanging over my shoulder because she later sat by me, this, um, the only thing I can call it is a shadow, I would see flickers of something. And, and what my intuition later tells me is part of herself did not come back with her into her body. when She, she went through some terrible trauma, and I can't remember what exactly it was, but she just doesn't want to be around people, and she doesn't trust things anymore, and I was real happy. You know, it, it freed me. Something happened to her. It just it's terrified her, and she doesn't trust people at all. And I've often wondered what happened to her since because it's been over 10 years. Right. But the same thing I see in him. But he's he's a brighter, still more outgoing. But I see this energy of some sort, all this unconscious energy. It's almost like a shaman needs to help them bring themselves back together because part of them are on the other side. And evidently she wasn't aware hmm. that what she thinks is her angel it is part of her own energy. Right, yeah, we, we, back, her soul energy. Yeah, we all interpret the interpret these things, you know, through our own lenses or whatever, so I don't know if that's right or not, but I'm just feeling this connection from her way back and then meeting this guy. So, um that's right. those strange energies. Okay, I'll let you go. Alright, uh Deborah hang in there. I'm gonna get the William and Jeff back and um and just uh listen in, okay? Okay. I'll Bye. talk to you. Bye. All right, you guys, uh, as before, I still need to get this, uh, the music worked out here and get the guys on the phone, so let's keep it going.
and I'll be back in a few. All right. So there was this woman, and she was uh, <clears throat> on an airplane, and she's flying to meet her fiance, sailing high above the the largest ocean on planet Earth, and she was seated next to this man who, you know, she had tried to start conversations, and the only really the only thing she heard him say was just to order his his Bloody Mary, and when she's sitting there and she's reading this really arduous magazine article about a third world country that she couldn't even pronounce the, the name of and she's feeling very bored and very despondent and and then uh, suddenly there was this huge mechanical failure and one of the, the engines gave out and they started just falling and 30,000 feet the uh, pilot's on the on the microphone and he's he's saying I'm I'm sorry I'm sorry oh my God I'm I'm sorry I'm apologizing and and she looks at the man and she and she says she says she says where are we going and uh and he looks at her and he says we're going to a party it's it's a birthday party it's your birthday party happy birthday darling. We love you very, 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 very much. And then uh, he starts humming this little tune, and and uh, it kind of goes like this. It's kind of one, two, one, two, three, four. Never telephone, get eaten off the web. Must rip out all the epilogues and the books that we have read. Into the face of every criminal, strapped firmly to a chair. We must stare, we must stare, we must stare. We must take all of the medicines, too expensive now to sell. Set fire to the preacher who is promising us hell. Into the ear of every anarchist that sleeps but doesn't dream. We must sing, we must sing, we must sing. It'll go like this, alright. While my mother waters plants, my father looks is gone. He says death will give us back to God. Just like the setting sun. It's returned to the lonesome ocean. With the whole Must memorize nine numbers And deny we have a soul And it is endless race For property and privilege To be won We must run, we must run We must run We must hang up in the belfry Where the bats and moonlight laugh We must stare into a crystal ball And only see the past Into the caverns of tomorrow With just our flashlights and our love We must plunge, we must plunge We must plunge And then we'll get down there And way down to the very bottom of everything And then we'll see it Oh, we'll see it, we'll see it, we'll see it Oh, my morning's coming back The 
right, this is Mike Hay, and you're listening to Radio Orbit on KOPN 89.5 FM. And, uh, wow, what a night. I've been having a difficult time here. Uh, but we got things worked out. And uh, my friends, uh, Jeff and William from Yachai Music, and you've heard some of their music before on, here on the program uh, during the Stephen Buner show. We played some of their music, actually, uh played a short interview with them and also uh, played some of their music uh, but we played a number of tracks from Sweet Mother Mercy uh, since then and we're going to play another piece of that now and in just a few minutes we're going to bring the guys Jeff and William on the air with us live uh, before we do that though we'll just get things set up a little bit with uh, some music from the guys and coming back to talk about a wonderful story and uh, sort of sad, but also uh, uplifting at the same time. And we'll talk about that in just a few minutes. Back in a few with uh, the guys from Yachai, William and Jeff, in just a few minutes. This is Mike. You're listening to Radio Orbit on KOPN 89.5 FM.
uh, that's Yachai from Sweet Mother Mercy. That's called Mama. That's the third track on their most recently released CD. All right, this is Mike Hagen, and you're listening to Radio Orbit on KOPN 89.5 FM. And uh, we finally got our act together here tonight. And uh, my friends from Yachai, actually, William and uh, uh, Jeff, are going to be on the line with me here in just a moment. And it was sort of a special occasion, and I'm going to tell you why and explain to you why in just a moment here. But uh, probably the best way is just to read this story, and uh, we'll bring the guys on the air here in just a moment. But um, this is a story from uh, close to a month ago, actually, probably like three weeks ago, from the second or third week of June uh, from Florida. And uh, it's sort of a sad story. Um but also an uplifting story at the same time when, when, when we actually hear what happens after it. So, anyway, take it for what it's worth, and uh, I'm going to read a little bit about it to you here, and then we'll have the guys on the air, and we'll talk about it in a few minutes here. So, all right, this is from, um, from Florida, I believe, and it says, Fund set up to aid family of dead girl. A fund has been established to help the family of six-year-old who, ran, who was ran over by a car on Sunday while trying to save a turtle on old US-41 in North Fort Myers. Emily Kent was heading north on old US-41 with her mother, Geraldine Kent, and her sister, Victoria Kent, who was 10 years old in their family Jeep. They passed a turtle in the northbound lane and uh, turned around to help it. The Jeep stopped, and Emily jumped out of the vehicle immediately before her mother could stop her. The first grader was hit by a car driven by another girl, Heather Lowe, a young girl, actually, a 19-year-old girl, uh, from North Fort Myers. And, uh, and she was killed while trying to save the turtle uh, that they had stopped to try to assist. Um, Emily's mother, Geraldine Kent, um, was involved. She was there. And there were a whole bunch of people involved in the whole thing. It's just a horrible story, but at the same time, it's a beautiful story uh, because of what happened afterwards. And um, I think uh, probably best would just be to bring the guys on now, and we'll talk to them about how they got involved in the whole thing and that. But uh, the bottom line is it was sort of this tragic story that happened, but um, trying to find ways that we can turn it around. And uh, with that... Let's uh, bring the guys from Yachai on right now. This is Jeff and William from Yachai Music. Hey, Jeff. Hi, Jeff uh, and William. How are you guys doing? Hey there, Mike. Hey, Mike. Good to be here with you. Yeah, thanks for being on the show again. Um, we did a little bit of a um, uh, a short piece with you guys a few months ago when uh, Stephen Buner was on the program, uh, but this one sort of just came up out of nowhere and um, was a good chance to talk again and for a good reason and... I don't know. The whole the whole thing sort of just uh, leaves me sort of speechless. So I'm not going to say a whole lot about it. But why don't you guys just tell um, tell everybody what happened and and how you got involved? But let's just tell the story of this whole thing. It's just an, an, an unreal, amazing thing. Yeah, Mike. This is uh, William here. And uh, first of all, uh, there aren't really the words to describe that sort of loss mm. about what was physically there in your life and uh, the hole that opened up afterwards. So blessings and our absolute prayers with the family. And 
there's just really not much we can say that would mean anything at this point. And um, we were so struck with this story when we heard it. We're not really uh, driven by media events at all or things that come across the uh, wire, but we were just so struck with the actions of a six-year-old girl in this crazy, crazy world and what she gave her life for that we wanted to uh, turn it into a song and have it uh, have all the proceeds from the song be dedicated to the family so that her actions could still uh, reverberate in the sphere of existence in a meaningful way. We uh, basically recorded this song, which is called Wildflower, and the parameters of about a week. And um, there's just been a lot of help and support from a lot of generous, generous people, duplication plant, recording engineer, recording studio, publicity people. And it's really gotten to, uh, a lot of quick media attention. So we're grateful for that. We have this song on our website, and it's available for download. Yeah, give out all the, the proceeds. Give out the address. Give out the address, Jeff. It's uh, www.yachaimusic. Y a c h a y m u s i c dot com. And uh, people can visit the website, download the track. Once again, it's called Wildflower, and have the money directly deposited into the Emily Kent Fund. Also, any physical sales that result from the single, that'll all be given back to the fund as well. A complete giveaway. We wanted to uh, perform a giveaway for something that was given mm. to honor the actions of the little girl. How did you guys even find out about what had happened? Uh, this is Jeff here. Um, we, we actually, I heard about the story um, on a radio broadcast, and then the following the following day, I I saw it. Um, you know, so it was it actually went out on the AP wire, so it was, you know, basically all over in newspapers, and I saw it several different times. And um, like William said, we were really, really moved by um, the this, this story of this, this little girl and just her pure innocence and open heart and not understanding this crazy world that we live in of fast cars and fast everything, and and just, you know, in a pure, innocent way, freely tried to save this turtle. And it was just, there was something about it that just, that just um, you know, hit us right in the heart. And we, we decided to write this song as um, a tribute to her and, and that, that kind of, um, you know, beauty and innocence from a little girl. And actually, we're... we're recorded the song and then we're going to send it to the family which we have done but after after we already started working on the song we found out that the family was having some difficulties with some of the expenses from everything that had happened and they actually uh, the neighbor there had set up a fund in Emily's name to help the family so we decided that we were going to you know make the song available online for sales and then have all the sales goods all right. Well, I tell you what. Let, let's um, let's actually play it, and uh, and we'll play the song that you guys wrote for Emily and for her family. 
and then we'll come back and talk some more. I, I've, I've screwed up my show royally tonight, so uh, I, have, I actually have... It's, it's actually wonderful, because I can't do anything worse now uh, to mess it up further. So we can do whatever we want from here on out, and uh, uh, we can talk for a little bit, um, a little bit longer. We can uh, uh, chat for as long as we like. And there's a lot of things here that, um, that I think maybe deserve a little bit further discussion. The whole idea of the turtle, I mean, just the, the, the significance of the turtle to me um, with what I know about indigenous cultures and, and Native American history and this sort of thing, I think that alone is relevant, and I think it, it requires at least a little bit of uh, discussion. And anyway, there's lots of other other things that we can talk about. Um, so let's do that in just a few minutes. But let's let let's just frame everything out right with the story that you guys wrote for this little girl who gets out of a car to save a turtle. I mean, that's all this little girl did. I mean, she got out of her car to save a turtle. To hope that... To try to save the turtle from being run over by other cars. And, you know, um, you guys, I live here in Missouri. And we're a long way from you guys, but there's lots of water here. And there's lots of lakes and streams and rivers. And there's lots of uh, aquatic wa- uh, wildlife and frogs and turtles and all this sort of thing. And the same thing happens here in the springtime. And I really feel it because uh, these turtles, they come out and they just walk across the road. And you always uh, see people either trying to avoid them or running over them and uh, just leaving them there in the road or whatever. But it's it's something that's very, very common around here. And the fact that something so profound happened uh in in the same sort of uh, situation, I think should probably uh, ring with some of the people that are listening to the show. So, because it happens all the time around here, and um, we don't think of it like that. In fact, very few people I imagine here stop. Uh, hopefully, people try to avoid them at the at the least. Uh, but I've, I've had actually. actually uh... Hello. Yeah. Hello. Go ahead. This Hello. is this is my friend Pat. Oh, I'm on this one. What do you want? Um, You're on mic, uh, mic three. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I wanted to let you know that uh, it's actually quite dangerous to run over a turtle because uh, number one, it could puncture the t- the shell could puncture the tire, and number two, the uh, what's left of the what's left of the turtle could cause the r- the car to slide and slip and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I've had a friend, um, a friend's mother, actually get in an auto accident because she actually ran over a turtle mm-hmm. and got into a pretty serious accident. She survived and everything like that, but it's quite dangerous to run over a turtle too. So uh, she, she, uh, this little girl might not only have been helping the turtle, but she might have actually helped other people. Right, right. So that's that, that's. I just wanted to point that little bit out. That's. Uh, uh, I'm I'm moved right now. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. It's a, it's a moving story. It's one of these things that. Just, it's just uh, it breaks your heart when you hear when you hear it. Uh, but uh, the bottom line is that it happened, and and once it happens, well, you have to sort of take it for what it's worth and uh, do your best to to uh, reconcile it. And um, anyway, the guys uh, from Yachai have done just that, and they've recorded some music and a song. Uh, in Emily's honor, and we're going to play that right now, and then we'll come back and talk to the guys in just a few minutes about uh, about some other stuff. So, at any rate, uh, this is Wildflower. It's from Yachai. It's in honor of Emily Kent, 
and her family, and uh, we'll be back to talk about it in just a few minutes. Oh, 
Right, that was a wildflower from Yachai. Wonderful piece of music written for Emily Kent, a young girl who, in a strange set of circumstances, uh, lost her life trying to save a turtle on a highway when her mom and her pulled over uh, on the side of the road. So, anyway, the guys uh, from Yachai, Jeff and William, with me on, on the air here. And they wrote that song that you just heard uh, because they were inspired after they heard the story. And, uh, well, let's talk to them a little bit further about it. Uh, we got plenty of time here. So, anyway, you guys, uh, that's sort of... I've heard the song a couple of times. Um, I listened to it when you first sent it to me, and then I downloaded it, and I listened to it a couple of times since then. Um, but tonight... Uh, as I just listened to it there, it was sort of the first time I had the headphones on, and I really sort of listened closely. And it was a beautiful song, and it's an amazing story, but it's both a, both a, both a sad story and a, and a hopeful story at the same time. And anyway, I just want to say thanks, first of all, for writing the song to begin with. Yeah, well, we definitely appreciate you playing it, Mike. And, uh, yeah, it's a story that is um, a really difficult situation to, to reconcile Gosh. and even comprehend. You know, I, I don't even make any claims to understand, you know, what the parents are going through. I, I lost a younger brother a few years back, so I, I have the experience of losing a, a sibling and seeing what my mom and, and parents went through and what they're still going through. And, and uh you know, so it's, it's really a, a difficult thing coming from that point of view to, to even understand it. You know, and, yeah. Um, but, and then just to try to, to try to talk about it in a different ways, uh, you know, can be can be difficult, and, and um, you know, there definitely needs to be a certain amount of, of discernment around it. So you know, we're we're really, um, you know, just just simply. You know, honoring Emily and the spirit of Emily um, in her life and what she did while she was here. You know, I mean, we didn't know her, mm-hmm. her the family, but you know, just hearing about um, an action like that is as tragic of a loss in this circumstance as it is. Um, and it's just, it, it's just kind of something that makes you it up and, and see what's really important in life and that hmm. it's really the, the quality of life that we live and how we live our lives. Yeah, no doubt. And and uh, it's amazing how the children can show us this, you know. Uh, I, I'm, you and me have more in common than, than you know. I have, uh, I lost uh, my oldest sister, actually, when she was quite young. And I was young too, but anyway, um, I'm I'm also familiar with what it's like to lose a family member, to lose a uh, um, a sister or a brother, and what it does to the family. Uh, forget about what happens to that person themselves. It's interesting because you know we all uh, there's there's sort of this idea of uh, oh the the poor little girl or the poor this person or that person that that ended up. Uh, uh, dying or leaving or whatever you want to, however you want to term that, but it turns out that that the difficulty is primarily with the people who are left behind, and uh, us 
those who have to deal with those deaths or leavings or whatever you want to call them and our reconciliation and our um, ability to deal with those things that have happened and I always think uh, about my sister in particular um, who died many years ago now twenty over 20 years ago and I think well gosh she she's probably in a much better place than I am and it's my responsibility or my my maybe not responsibility but my my uh opportunity uh to come to terms with that that her leaving the the uh the sadness of her leaving was not sadness for her but sadness for me and uh the same thing with this little girl that we're talking about Emily Kent the sadness for her uh, is not necessarily as real as the sadness for us in seeing it. And um, she has maybe some things to teach us in her leaving. Yeah, Mike, uh, we agree with you. Um, the song itself is a delicate balance of that. First off, we started right off as soon as we came on by saying there's just really no words mm -hmm. to express about the pain of the loss around that. But with this song, we also wanted to uh, just be able to express the amazing beauty and passion and grace and power in such an act and such a giving heart. And uh, she did offer a real gift to the world, and we felt like it merited a little bit more attention than just um, appearing across the newswire. And we really wanted to uh, honor her beauty in the song as well as uh, finding that balance of who is left behind and um, how to fill that hole in that's been created. So it, it is really an extremely delicate balance. Yeah, and I think I think we should I think we should talk a little bit further about it. What what really happened? You know, I mean, uh, people hear these sorts of stories and they say. Oh, how you know it's it's sad and it's quaint, and this little girl was trying to save uh, this helpless animal. Um, but for those of you who didn't hear the story, what happened was this little girl Emily Kent, uh, her and her mother were driving along, and uh, her mother—I'm not sure whether it was upon the request of of the child or not—but regardless, the mother stopped the vehicle in order to try to help a turtle that was crossing the road and before uh, before anybody really could do anything about it the little girl Emily had jumped out of the car and ran to the aid of the turtle and as she did so she was hit by another oncoming car and yeah it's tragic and it's sad and, and, and the whole thing but uh, what hasn't what I, what I think hasn't been addressed uh, in this whole thing is what was really being shown by that girl I mean what was it what was she expressing and I think it's something that uh, that we all are are capable of expressing but it comes out in children more often uh, than it does in adults because it hasn't been so brutally uh, beaten down and, uh, and and quenched you know through 
indoctrination and uh, and enculturation and all these other things for all these years. But the bottom line is this: it's respect for life, uh, respect for life, period. Not not uh, uh, in any of its forms. And this little girl did just that. I mean, she just jumped out and went to save this other creature that was alive, and she knew it was alive, and she knew it was in peril. And so she, without regard to her own um, well-being, made an attempt to uh, to save that other creature. And that is something that that uh, that nobody is talking about. And that's something maybe I'd like to talk with you guys about because you guys have the background and the and the and the. Uh, uh, the philosophical sophistication to discuss that, because that's what it is. I mean, that's what this is. What's more important than that, really, Mike? I mean, what the power of that little girl's actions immediately set in motion a variety of elements that are just what is sacred and right about this planet. Um, first off, who would give their life to um, take a stand for what's still wild on this planet mm. like that mm. I mean she definitely had something to show us in a big way about um, the direction we're headed and the mad pace we're doing it versus standing up for what's still right in this life and we've talked before about how uh, it's not really the duration of the time we're on the planet but what we do with it and the, just the giving nature of that. How many of us on a daily basis can give like that? Hmm. So um, there is the side of it that she really has something to show us. Right. It's just um, got its real power and grace and beauty. And it it, um, it reminds. I, I read an old story, and this is this this is uh, probably ten, fifteen years ago. But it doesn't matter because because. Uh, these stories are sort of timeless, and, and you can find uh, uh, metaphors of them and, and, and sort of similar versions of them throughout history. But this one uh, struck me years ago, and it totally hit me again when you sent me that email, Jeff. And it was a story in Hawaii of um, this policeman, believe it or not, and this is actually one of the few stories that I'll actually talk positively about policemen. <laughs> but, uh, and, and I shouldn't say that, but, but at, 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 at any rate, uh, there was this interest, there's, there's an unforgiving profession. Yeah, it is. It's, I'm, I'm well, sure. Pretty great service. Yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah, the guys do a lot of great work and the women do a lot of great work, but at the same time they can take advantage of it and do nasty things uh, involved with it. So, yeah. uh, so, so for the good people uh in the in the biz i salute you and for those who are who are not uh doing it and taking advantage of it i i uh i do not salute you and i and i i wish that you would change your ways um at any rate uh in hawaii this is back in like 1989 hey, mike salute be with you <laughs> yeah <laughs> um there was a girl who was there was there was this really weird actually you know how how Hawaii is it's only it's only these uh, uh, volcanic uh, rocks and islands and 
mountains and hills and uh, all of these different geologic formations that have been created basically because of the uh, of, of the the heat uh, from the earth and there is on the island of Oahu there is this one particular area up in the hills that it, that, that creates like a uh, like a wind tunnel and there's a bridge that uh, that goes that crosses two peaks and in between there it's very windy and uh, it's sort of desolate and lovers go there to hang out and watch the moon and people also go there to die and they jump from this bridge and there was a story of this girl who attempted suicide there and a policeman uh, from Hawaii, one of the one of the island cops was just happened to be driving on his beat across this bridge, and he saw her, and he realized what was happening, or he didn't. I'm not sure. Hard to say. Bottom line was he jumped out of his car, he ran and dove, and at the last possible moment, he caught her. He caught her arm as she jumped and she almost pulled him over with her to both of their deaths and what inspired him to grab her was this fundamental thing that we're talking about I think with the same thing with this girl with the turtle it's that this is a person that he did not know he wasn't familiar with her. She could have been anyone. She could have been a drug addict. She could have been a killer. She could have been a mother. She could have been anything. He didn't know, yet he risked his life in order that he might save her. And this is the beauty of of humanness, I think, that uh, is is so often lost in in culture and um, the reality, the consensus reality that we live in, but every once in a while it just shines through. It shines through, and it is unavoidable. Unavoidable. You can't, you can't help but see it. And this little girl did exactly the same thing. It seems to me. Yeah, I, I, actually. I, that story that you just told sounds familiar. I think I've heard the story before. Um, but, yeah, really, there definitely is a power in that. And, um, actually, we, we were uh, some guests over from Germany, and they told us a story that happened right around the same time uh, as Emily, that uh, woman in Germany, I think she was in her early 20s, a similar thing. She went out on the road uh, to save, I think it was a hedgehog, and got hit and killed by a car. Hmm. But I mean, we're, I personally, I really feel that we have a uh, a gift and an opportunity and responsibility as human beings um, to be stewards on this planet. And I think it's it's something that that you see less and less of um, just in in the direction, some of the directions that that we as a species are headed um, uh, towards 
mass production and consumption and the extreme loss of many, many different life forms. And we've talked about it before when we were on your show previously. Um, but yeah, there's a real, there's a real gift and power in an action such as uh, Emily showed us. Risking, risking life, you know, just to save and illuminate what's, uh, what's sacred, which really is all of life. Right. And it's almost like, you know, the press, the press that it gets, almost again, it's this duality thing. It's like it's it, it minimalizes it. At the same time, it 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 uh, it makes it available to lots and lots of people. In other words, this is a story now that was on the AP, and there were lots of people now that knew that knew about the story. But the way that it's run is the sad, sad personal interest story. There. There are you could you could you can find uh, analogs of it every week in the news. It's just a matter of you know what particular tragedy they decided to to uh, to, to grab onto that week. Uh, but it seems like the the transformative part of it the part that can really make you go whoa oh ah yes that part of it always gets uh, lost in the in the in the noise sure yes um and it's unfortunate it seems to be you know the way media is set up you know everyone's looking for a good story that plays on the emotions and, and there definitely is that, as we've talked about several times, there is definitely is that um, sad part, that loss that, you know, those close families are experiencing. And, you know, it, it's, and that's a profound part that, that can't and it shouldn't be trivialized. Um, but there, there is a greater, um, a greater part to to this story and, and you know many other stories like it just in terms of the uh, the life that's that's shown and and I mean it really makes you question what's what's important in life and you know what what we do as individuals on a daily basis. You know, that really honors this, this rare, strange, magical opportunity that we have to live and how we're going to make the most of it. Right. And there's a part of that story that, that really speaks that, I feel. All right, well, look, um, what, uh, all right, it's top of the hour. Let me just get this out of the way. KOPN 89.5, Columbia, and uh, you're listening to Radio Orbit. This is Mike Hagan, and my guest... Uh, Tonight are Jeff and William from Yachai, a uh, wonderful couple of guys that make music and uh, and think a lot too. And we're talking to them about lots of different things tonight, including uh, this girl Emily Kent. But you know, uh, your music and um, the fact that you guys wrote about this and. 
um, the fact that you try to turn it around, which is the key to the whole thing, is to not uh, uh, not look at it as a further dive into the nightmare, but but as something that we can learn from and that can help us and make us feel better about what we actually have, maybe and maybe respect and appreciate our lives and knowing how fragile that they are. Uh, but the bottom line is that you guys do this all the time. That's what you guys do is make uh, music out of life. So let's talk a little bit more about that. What are you guys up to these days? I know you've got quite a few things going on, and uh, I'm sure that uh, Emily, if she never heard of you guys before, <laughs> she's heard you now, <laughs> I imagine. Uh, from here, there, or beyond. So, uh, what's next on the on the list for you guys? Yeah, and uh, actually, we um, just have a few more minutes here. If we'd, you know, we'd love to get back on another time and talk some more. If we didn't know if you had to, we can have open lines and we had unlimited time here. <laughs> um, but just a couple other things, real quick, about um, what we've been talking about with, with the song. And sure, the, sure. Um, there really is a, a great, um, a great power in in how we live, and there's also a great, um, a great understanding that's that's in there that's not always talked about about life and death together, and and how they're part of one whole, mm. and. Then you were just, as you were just talking about um, turning something around that's uh, seemingly tragic. I mean, we all have that to do in our own lives at various points, and, and how do we make sense of some of the things that have happened? Um, but it's, it's definitely important in that every every death that there is, in whatever form it comes in, uh, there always is a seed of life that's on the other side of that. Right. And I was, as I was talking a little bit earlier about, um, I had a younger brother that died six years mm. ago. And I actually got to deliver the, the eulogy at his service. And it, it was interesting because it was in uh, a Lutheran church. And I'd recently uh, come back from spending a few months down in South America with a teacher that we work with. And it's, it's one of the things in that particular work, uh, greater understanding of life and death together. And so I, just, I had the opportunity to uh, talk about some of these things in the eulogy and just that uh, the fact that my brother died, although it's mm-hmm. difficult for for a lot of people to understand someone passing on at such a young age and suddenly uh, there was a great a great life um, that was going to come of it for, for everyone that, that knew him and, and uh, it was interesting to, to say things like that in, in the church because you know it's not always the, the concept of life giving death isn't always focused on so much you know mm. the, the crucifixion and Jesus on the cross is more focused on the uh, the resurrection, right? And, and we all have that opportunity right. in our own lives to, to take death and, and resurrect. And um, 
yeah, it's just it's important for us, you know, whoever we are and whatever we go through, to find a way to make sense and see the beauty in what happens because mm. there, there really is a, a, a beauty and a opportunity for learning in events that are, you know, difficult to understand when they happen. Yeah, you make a great point uh, about. Well, it's it it it's, it seems like for for the longest time. Oh. All right, that's no good. So um, let's put on some music here, and we'll be back again uh, in a minute. This is. The guys, Yachai from Sweet Mother Mercy. This is Mike. You're listening to Radio Orbit on KOPN.
right, that was uh, Yachai from Sweet Mother Mercy. This is Mike. You listen to Radio Orbit on KOPN. And um, it's one of those nights, if you know what I mean. So, rather than screw things up further, the phones are open at 573-443-8255. That's 573-443-8255. And uh, you're probably better off not calling, though, and just listen to the music that I'll play because it's been one of those nights. And this is uh, the Sun Kill Moon. It's called Gentle Moon.
Yeah, Sun Kill Moon, one of my favorite new bands. And uh, I'm going to play some stuff uh, from Devotchka coming up in just a few minutes uh, because I'm not going to talk anymore tonight because I've uh, been feeling like I've just had just an absolutely uh, horrendous uh, program. So let's just play music and, and uh, we'll keep it up with that, okay? This is, um, it's the 4th of July. And this is one of my favorite bands and an apropos tune for the night. This is the Tragically Hip with Fireworks from uh, Phantom Power. Fire! 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 Back in a few minutes.
KOPN Radio Orbit and um, to all the sponsors and promos that I was supposed to play tonight that I didn't. Happy Fourth of July. This is World Party, and I'm not going to play you anyway.
right, this is Mike. You're listening to Radio Orbit on KOPN. That was World Party from uh, Goodbye Jumbo. And, uh, all right, well, you know, this has been like the strangest show I've done in a long, long time because I really didn't do anything. Uh, I didn't talk about anything that, that I normally talk about. I didn't do space weather. Uh, which is actually wild. I mean, the stuff that's going on right now, if you're not following uh, what's happening with the comet uh, Temple Tuttle, uh, NASA just uh, uh, completed a mission where they slammed uh, a giant copper bullet, basically, into the side of a comet uh, and uh, observed the effects that's been going on we've been watching it really closely for the last couple of days if you're interested in this go over to uh, my website at www.radioorbit.com r a d i o r b i t .com or you can uh, go go uh, over to Kent Stedman's site at cyberspaceorbit.com man Kent is just totally uh, covering, he's all over this thing. He's got links from every uh, astronomical observatory on the planet, basically, uh, looking at what's happened on this comet. And it is just a wild, wild thing what's going on. And I don't know what time is it. All right, it's one thirty. There's half an hour left of the show. I might as well mention a little bit of this to you. All right, there was a huge explosion. What, this was this thing was described as um, uh, what the what the scientists at NASA told us was that it was going to be um, like a golf ball smashing into a sand trap. This was this was sort of the analogy that they used the the the. Um, Uh, the impactor, this thing that they blasted into this comet, was was about as big as a refrigerator, and the comet itself is like 40 miles wide or something, and the whole southern side of this thing exploded, and the coma, uh, what's called the coma of the comet, became four times bigger than it was previously um, the magnitude of the comet as far as uh, astronomical magnitude is how visible it is with the telescope or from the earth uh, went up four times uh, it was the, the the actual there was actually a quote from a NASA one of the NASA scientists scientists that said what did we do that what did we do to this comet and anyway the bottom line again was just it's just uh these guys playing with fire and they have no idea what the uh, what the what, what the results of their actions are they just shoot first and then uh see what happens but uh at any rate this was a pretty wild thing that that went down just within the last 24 hours and still ongoing and um Anyway, if you're interested in, in it, uh, go over to cyberspaceorbit.com and you can check it out there, okay? 
All right. Um, we talked about the little girl and the turtle beat that into the ground. <laughs> so, I don't know what else, the hell else I'm going to talk about. I don't know. Not that. <laughs> How about this?
as I said, it's been a really rough, rough, rough. Was that for a segue?
Radio, Soundgarden, that's 4th of July from uh, Super Unknown. And uh, this is Mike, and you're listening to Radio Orbit on KOPN. There's only about seven more minutes of pain to endure. <laughs> so, <laughs> stick, ar- stick around. <laughs> and, uh, all right, I'm going to read one story. I, I, I normally do this. I, I read stories and stuff, <laughs> and I usually talk about relevant issues, and uh, it's usually much more <laughs> under control than it was now. But listen to this. This is one of the many things that I had that I didn't get to. Uh, but here's an interesting story that says uh, uh, technology could grow beyond human control, <laughs> says the Millennium Report. Many people still do not appreciate how fast science and technology will change over the next years. And given this rapid development along several different fronts, the possibility of technology growing beyond human control must now be taken seriously. According to a new report, the State of the Future 2005 report is produced by the United Nations University's Millennium Project, Global Think Tank, of foresight, experts, academics, and policymakers that analyzes current global trends and examines in detail some of the current and future challenges facing the world. Setting the scene, uh, the report states the future synergies among uh, nanotechnology, biotechnology, information technology, and cognitive and cognitive science can dramatically improve the human condition by increasing the availability availability of food, energy, and water, and by connecting people and information anywhere. The effect will be to increase collective intelligence and create value and efficiency while lowering costs. However, it warns that a previous and troubling finding from the Millennium Project uh, still remains unsolved. Although it is increasingly clear that humanity has the resources to address its global challenges, unfortunately, it is not increasingly clear how much wisdom goodwill and intelligence will be focused on these challenges and I guess that's where sort of the rubber hits the road and um, anyway you know anything that's put out by the United Nations first of all as far as I'm concerned is suspect because it basically means that there's a small group of primarily white males that can somehow better determine the course of our future uh, history um, but regardless uh, they're very concerned about technology we talk about it a lot in this program and it's uh, it's coming all these things are moving towards us and they can't legislate fast enough to uh, uh, to even keep up with this stuff so the bottom line is strap in Hold on. Strap on. Strap in, strap on, and uh, and just, you know, get ready for a wild ride because who knows what's coming, but it's coming. And I don't think any of us are really uh, uh, sure sure what it might be. Bottom line is it's probably going to be something different than any of us uh, expect. So, anyway... This is Mike Hagan, and you've been listening to Radio Orbit in the most bizarre, strange, crummy show I've done in the last year. And I hope you listen next week for something hopefully much more uh, enlightening and fun. In the meantime, uh, let's finish it off with some Jimmy. 
And this is a great way to phase right into the Boogeyman show coming up after me. Curtis will be stepping in just a few minutes, and uh, and his theme will be the same as this. At least, I think it will. It usually is. All right, Mike, Radio Orbit, next week, um, my guest is um, Jay Widener. And, yeah, no doubt it will be a much different show than tonight for sure. So check it out. We'll be back. And in the meantime, uh, this is uh, the man, Jimi Hendrix. Uh, have an experience.